Hello, it's Tuesday, the 1st of August in the year of our Lord, 2023. It's Tuesday, it's muggy. My hair's got serious, like, humidity issues going on. I'm joined today, as always, by my mate, my mate Stuart, also known as Catherine Watkins. Hello there. Uh, hello, good afternoon, Lou. See, it's really nice here today. It's not muggy. Oh, I've just got warm. frizz. I've got, oh, I've I know what you mean. My hair was used to be dead straight and I always wanted some kind of curl in it when I was younger. And now the second it gets a little bit humid, I look like, you know, Monica in Friends. <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> what you mean. Not quite bad it's as that. In there. No, it's actually a really nice day here today. So that's And you've good. been on holiday. We're not going to have... We'll save our chit-chat because I'm sure people don't want to know what we've been They having. don't. No, no, they don't. Loads <laughs> is coming up. There is so much coming to the forefront the issue of child abuse and child trafficking is right up there at the moment mm, yeah right. well you would have been exposing this a long time ago wouldn't you in the, the days when I was looking at it but I wasn't um I yeah, you weren't my video, <laughs> it was weird that I was looking at it but I didn't used to do you know this was back in the day when I was just doing my own research I wasn't doing any videos I wasn't doing any radio or anything I was just looking but yeah. it's so weird that I didn't actually come across you like knowing now you probably but, did yeah. but you didn't know who I was probably probably yeah. that's probably what it was I would have heard one or two and just carried on with my research perhaps and you know yeah, maybe yeah. I must have I must have but obviously it came out, you know, it was at, say 2013, I would say, was when it, when you were really exposing it, you, you know, a lot. And it's like, it all come to the surface, but then all of a sudden, like, you know, when you think back over the last, say, 10 years, it kind of went back into its shell a little bit, didn't it? And I'm just thinking, because I've revisited it with a different angle, knowing a lot more than I did when I initially did it, it's really... Well, it's really hit me hard and I, I did have quite a few bad nights um, when I was away because I was, you know, I, I what I'd done is I'd gone back into, so what had happened, Kim had sent me a, a photo because somebody, you won't believe this, right, but somebody has got a, they were basically on their Facebook, they put a photo of their new tattoo, right, a tattoo that they'd had on their leg and guess who it was, I couldn't believe it, I actually, I couldn't Jimmy believe Savile. it. No, it was Alistair Crowley, right, so obviously Ooh. he's in into the occult and he was he was he was well he was called the wickedest man in the world yeah, and he actually yeah. was like you know oh, so kim had written on there do you actually know who this man was like you know you clearly don't realize and this girl had um basically just deleted kim off her facebook and then i remembered when i did my first blog on kinsey because kinsey had a massive interest in Alistair Crowley and even though he had died Alistair Crowley died in 1947 Kinsey had come to Europe in the 1950s not long before he himself died and he was looking for Alistair Crowley's diaries because obviously he had an interest in his sex chem sex and his sex magic and dark really dark horrible stuff that he did so I remembered then and I had posted a link in that blog um back back when I did it a few years ago and I re-watched the Alistair Crowley link I put in there right and it, it anyway it brought back all the stuff the new age stuff actually as well which I was really shocked with um is very mixed into the occult um so I was looking at that but then Jimmy Savile obviously came up because Jimmy Savile um followed Alistair Crowley as well as many other musicians the Beatles Led Zeppelin um you know there were quite a few David Bowie um quite a few people who, who adored Alistair Crowley so anyway I thought right I'm going to go back down the um the paedophile ring route this what I had researched back in 2012 I think it was with Jimmy Jimmy Savile in the ninth circle so obviously this was the stuff that you were um really bringing about with your with your interviews with Bill Maloney and the and Brian and and whatever back at the column like was it the column or was it you was it you um the column did quite a lot of it the column right. did do a lot of it know uh, the main stuff with me and bill the main stuff because bill he you know he's he he's a survivor yeah and what him and his family went through his siblings is unbelievably horrendous so he gets animated as anyone would i mean 
we we don't understand. We are not. We haven't gone through that. Thank, thank the Lord. These people, we can't even begin to imagine the trauma that no. they go through. Absolutely we can't even not. begin. Like, no, it's traumatizing just knowing about just it. Just knowing so, about so, it. You know, so I just Bill can't. mainly came onto my shows and did a lot of mine. And Bill worked very closely with a gentleman called Chris Fay. Now, Chris Fay. He is the hub of information because he worked for, Na I think it was called NAPEC, the National Youth Institute for Children or something, NAPEC it was called. And he was a worker working with abused, institutionalised abused children. And um, he would speak to a lot of the boys. He knew it was very, very dark all around sort of, you know, Savile. They were, Bill Maloney was trying to blow the, the whistle. I mean, and after that, so was I, way before 2010, 2011, maybe 2012, but well before he died, we had been screaming about it. And Edge Media, they used to be Sky Channel 200, controversial TV. I was doing a bit of work for Ian Crane, only bringing in advertising, but we went up to the Christmas do and I'd wanted Bill Maloney's films to go onto Edge Media because everybody should see some Sea and Satan. You know, just, you need to watch that. You can I've get seen that movies. one. I've seen Think that there. one. You should go Horrific. back and revisit that. You should go back and revisit it. It's so disturbing. I so, think I, that's the one I watched last year. It was, it was to do with Home de la Grande. Yeah, you would send it to me and I watched that. It is horrendous. Absolutely. It's, it's horrendous. Horrific. So Bill and Chris were exposing everything. Um, they knew all about the Elm Guest House where the little Indian boy vanished. It was the day of Princess, I think it was the Royal Wedding. Yes, it was the Royal Wedding. I was actually yeah. looking at, uh, I can't remember his the name. I was reading boy. this the other day, but I know what you're on about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have the Elm Guest House, which was run by a lady called Carol Kazir. Mm. Uh, it was advertised in the Scallywag. Now, back back during the 80s, there, you know, online wasn't so much. Computers, they weren't computers, really. So everything was, it for paedophiles, it was a lot harder to do this communicating to to, to sort children's, but a lot of things went through magazines. And one in particular magazine was called the Scallywag magazine, where they would have adverts in the back. And in the in, in this Scallywag, there was a gay guest house with sauna. It was basically a gay brothel, but it wasn't. There were children, all sorts went on in there. And that's where they got the, um, the entry book, you know, the signing in visitors book. That has been published with all the names there. Oh, yeah, with the likes of Kitty, a.k.a. Kitty, Chris, yeah, and, and then like you've got um, Cyril Smith. Yeah. Went in the Leon Britton. Mm -hmm. It's a stone's throw away from Dolphin Square. Dolphin Square had some horrific things in. And anybody who listens to Mark Devlin, um, if you go and have a look, and we actually discussed it, uh, one of the first shows we did together, about boy George, do you really want to hurt me? Where the video is filmed at Dolphin Square with a lot of lo young little boys. No, I um, didn't realize that. Yeah. I didn't realize you it was going there. Watch, do you really want to hurt me? Oh and wow! Look what he's wearing. Uh, he's got some emblem on his t-shirt, and Mark Devlin did tell me what it meant. But and he's got judges, and he's it's really, 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 really dark. So stone throw away from uh, the guest house in central London, you had Dolphin Square, which wasn't far from the Houses of Parliament. People are saying that Jimmy Savile was a lone wolf. That is absolute nonsense. Yeah, I agree. I that agree. Is it is nonsense. Absolutely nonsense. Everybody knew yeah. what was going on. He was procuring children for the royal family. You can even go and see, do you remember Parkinson? Parky? There is yeah. an interview on Parkinson that anyone is still on YouTube. And you've got the guy, Alan Alger, I think, from MASH. I'm, uh, MASH was a just kind of, I didn't do MASH, but Alan Alger's on there, somebody else, and Jimmy Savile. And Jimmy Savile tells the story where, suppose, according to Jimmy Savile, there was a, a, a mum and child waiting outside. 
the palace. And they really wanted to go to the palace. And Jimmy Savile pulled over in his Rolls Royce and said, I'll get the child in and smuggled the child in in the boot of his car and took him to Prince Philip. Yes, I remember. See, he actually says this himself, doesn't he? He says exactly. Yeah. Jimmy Savile had the keys to Stoke Mandeville Hospital, which is actually around the Hertfordshire. I mean, I was from Watford, family sort of like in Hemel Hempstead and Burkhamsted. And you have Stoke Mandeville Hospital just down the road in Aylesbury. Now, he did a load of charity running events there. Um, Obviously, he had the keys to it in the end where, he, you know, I'm sure everybody knows about the stories of the morgue. He would go in, help himself to courses. He also had a direct link to what government that he was going in and advising the government. Uh, he was that high up. He was he was, yeah. doing, you know, he was working for UN. So he was not a lone wolf. You know, no, openly not. doing the bosses at the BBC knew they all knew. You've got Peter Bishop, Peter and Peter Ball. So Peter Ball, um, who was the Archbishop of Canterbury, yeah, uh, who totally embedded in in, in paedophilia. There are so so many with all links to Jimmy Savile. This is far deeper. The BBC is embedded in it, and they all link together. They do. They, they do. It is quite Dunblane. Dunblane was on the back end of a paedophile ring in Scotland. Yes. Now, there is somebody I'm waiting. We need to go further into this. Now, I did have an article on my old website, but one of the research, I think it was taken from a thread of his, it's just vanished off the website. The, the title's still there, but the content's vanished. Oh, convenient. Very so convenient. I'm gutted about that, but I'm waiting for a call who does know all about it. There used to be an amazing blog online, somebody who was really focused on the children. I don't know who it was. It was called Anrifan, A-A-N-R-A-F-M. Now it got taken down and it has reappeared, but looking at the writing. Oh, so you just rang about, right? Somebody had tagged me in some of that. I just recognised when you spelt it out then. I read a couple of blogs. Funnily, one of, funnily enough, one of them was on the Dunbling Massacre. That's so it. The... I don't think it's the same person. Ah, right. Okay. Not from back okay. in the day. I haven't properly looked at the research, but this person who <laughs> we've got a hell of a lot of research. I mean, we're going back to 2013, 14, 15. Mm. There was so much information on there and it vanished and it has come back again, but it doesn't seem like and all the old articles I can't find and I have gone back on the way back machine but Dunblane was on the back end of a horrific paedophile ring now we know about Holly Gregg we know about what goes on at some of the royal castles the mm -hmm. events yeah. I I know for a fact that people who were involved with Holly Gregg and other cases say the Scottish Third Reich and the satanic stuff so much of it goes on in scotland but then there is also yeah. so much that goes on in wales it does in it all really of the does. so you know with regards to dunblane that was on the back of a paedophile ring and it was 100%. interesting that they went in just for the one class didn't he he just yeah. went into the one class and did you know that andy murray was in school that day yeah well funny enough somebody had written on my status oh ask andy murray and i was thinking What's Andy Murray got to do yeah. with it? So that that the the one you just spelt out A A Aniflam or whatever yeah. it was, it was a blog on there, and yeah. it was about and Andrew Murray, and he was yeah because he would have been nine at the time at, in 1996. He's a couple of years younger than me, so it was his school as well, wasn't it? And there was just a lot of really dodgy stuff that they didn't they didn't interview people who saw like Thomas Hamilton. Well, um, he was you know, he knows he, Thomas Hamilton knew Savile. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, did. he knew Prince he Charles. Did. They they were all photographed. I presume it was at uh, Balmoral because they're all in their kilts. Yes, it would have been. Uh, it would have been. I presume it was at Balmoral. It's it's dark. It's dirty. I can't still remember. I can't believe I'm just. I can still remember all this without even referring to notes because. Yeah, well, you obviously did a lot on it, didn't you? Oh, and that's it's... all we did. And the thing is that. It was these shows that started the trolls. Yeah, well, I was you so say that. It, Kat. I was so new. You know, I'd just been working. I'd had my waking up. I knew I had to do something to change it. 
obviously it's what God's plan was because the next minute I've got a show on the FM, you know, the next minute I'm meeting Brian Garish, next minute I'm down at the UK column, then I'm hosting the UK column. Yeah. I did like secretarial work and taught children how to ride horses. Yeah, it's, it's like, far I didn't even like doing drama at school. Like, do you know what I mean? I didn't like going up. I don't like it, but I had to do something. And my says, I've got to make this world a better place for my children to grow up in. And here we are. Yeah. Elise is now 22, just graduated. Jack's 18 and we're still here. But it's being exposed. It yeah. should be exposed more. Um, they keep going on. You know, you'll see the mainstream press going on about... Um, that guy Nick that they put into prison uh, for spilling the beans on all these VIPs, you know, sex abuse. It's what the one of the sex abuse inquiries was it Operation Oral Utri? One of them oh, yeah. closed down and they were blaming, and he went to prison. Well, it wasn't just him exposing these same stories. No, exactly. But it's was parent, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? No, and people are petrified. This is the system they are playing with the wrong guy. And they would particularly target the kids in the ch children's homes. This is what Bill Maloney was trying to say, that the paedophiles, you know, they come from troubled homes, they're easy targets, they yeah. get spent a bit of money on, they get taken out. You know, I mean, the stories that we've heard about... Well, they groomed, didn't they? They you were know? totally groomed, and they used to also take people with learning difficulties, Down syndrome children, out on boats. You know, you've got the story yeah. of Keith. Absolutely disgusting. Do you know what? That actually made me cry when I read what went yeah. on there. I was, I was, I was crying. I could, I just the tears were streaming down my face because I was thinking, absolute evil bastards. And honestly, it really, it really upsets me because I just think, how can people do this? How can they do this to the extreme of that and and, and just and just murder them like they're nothing? Throw them off the edge of the boat like they were a piece of meat. They disgust me. And what really, really upsets me. Is there should be more i'm so surprised catherine that with this education there there's not you're not seeing on the news all this uproar there should be protests there should be this there should be absolute there was there should have been more protests with jimmy sackle now you know all those children all the evidence there should have been people everyday people not people conspiracy theories everyday type of people yeah absolutely so what where have people got desensitized with this? Where is it that it doesn't affect them? It's, been, it's come a long time, hasn't it? The desensitization is something I see everywhere all the time, right? And I, I tell you another thing. So I did this video this morning. So I was like, I know what I'm seeing. So this time around, when I looked at it before, I didn't know anything about the porn industry, right? When I looked 10 years ago, I didn't know anything about it. Now I know a lot about that industry and the sexual liberation at large and historically why it was done and whatever else. So revisiting this stuff now really, really have freaked me out more than anything because all I'm seeing like is is things where all of these big establishment people, not just them, just everyday people as well, but you know, people from this, they were caught with child pornography or they were downloading indecent images. So, so the more that this happens, the more desensitized people come and, and that's including the population mind because it's not just the higher ups that watch pornography, everyone's watching it and they're watching it from young kids now, Lou. So the more that they watch it, the more desensitized they become into the violence involved. So when it does come out, they, they really don't give a shit. I know it sounds hard to believe, but that is the case. So we had a we had a case with a gentleman back in Belgium called Mark Dutroux. Mm. Now, if anyone wants to go and have a look, there are a few documentaries out there on a gentleman called Mark Dutroux who was in Belgium. Uh, I think the police rescued six kids, others they found buried. He was procuring children for the hierarchy. Now, I really went over that because I can link Mark Dutroux to Jimmy Savile to people at the Balenciaga. These are elites. They have these stately homes on these massive grounds where only certain people come. You know, you can only get in there with tickets, massive grounds, etc. He was procuring children. Did he have anything to do with the hunting parties? Yeah, absolutely. Right, okay. So I've got to look a bit more into him. This is yeah, the hunting parties, and there are people, so we've got loads of different children who were who had gone there to entertain and be not they have not by choice <laughs> um yeah. not so many were murdered obviously there were many murdered because they found lots of bodies but mm. there were also children 
that did eventually come out all from different they weren't all connected they weren't all interviewed at the same time but there's been a dossier made okay of all of the, the victims the police obviously had to squash it they had to cover it up that he was yeah. again a lone person yeah <laughs> on his own no he wasn't numerous numerous accounts of witnesses and survivors put prince charles and various other people within the hierarchy at these parties in this retreat at this castle stately home whatever in belgium now belgium there's a lot of woodland there's lots of woodland when you get near the border and a lot of these castles and places are hidden within these within these grounds and we've got one of the people who was also there with charles at the hunting parties I can't remember his name. It begins with a van to somebody. But he is also close friends with Marina Abramovich and, mm. uh, and, and sings her. So he, that's, there's the, your connection, your Balenciaga to him. It's because Marina Abramovich was linked to Balenciaga as well as she, you know, I think she did some creative directing, etc. We know she's what, another one who was a, a Crowley uh, lover as well. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. It is yeah. all completely linked. All of it. It is, it is all completely linked. linked. It's all linked, and people need to realise it. And I'm hoping now, as I say, we've been banging on about this for over ten years, and you get trolled, you get silenced. People don't want to talk about it. It goes on. It's real. Satanic ritual abuse. It's real. It's hundred percent real. You know, with regards to the, the the children and the porn, according to Chris Fay, the majority of snuff movies used to get traded through Belgium and Holland. Yeah, Holland is a hot spot for it. Holland obviously. and yeah. Belgium. Yeah, are the two hot spots. Well, hang on, was it? Oh, the no, snuff it wasn't videos. Belgium. It was Canada. I'm thinking of the ten children from. Cam Loops is there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Kevin. That's Kevin. Nineteen sixties or something like that. Yeah. It was one there. You know, the, these are this just horrific. Oh, the videos would be from these children would be taken from these homes. They would be taken. I mean, there are so I've got interviews with um, Taz. She was at the Bryn Allen. Oh right, Kim yeah. Cora. You had the King Cora Boys Home. Yeah, these people. They would end up, they're probably Freemasons, the people who are owning the homes. They were mixing with others. They're there with the homes. They pick out certain kids. They get taken. They get drugged. They get MK altered. They are used in videos. And then, it again, this departmentalising in the brain. They don't remember it. And then trigger things come up to make them bring us all. This is the sort of thing that happened. And that they, they do the snuff videos, the porn videos filmed and then it would get distributed from Belgium oh it's just it's hard it is horrific destroying because the other thing that I was thinking is what was making me angry and sad and frustrated at the same time through the week was that every single time it was covered up every and, and where do you go right when you've got the police involved when you've got the lawyers involved when you've got the judicial system involved the judges when you've got royalty involved you've got politicians involved right it just how many lost cameron lost the dossier Theresa may lost it leon britain lost it well he didn't lose it obviously but this is what happened you've got kia stammer who covered up the shit for jimmy savile when he was head of the cps now he's in charge of labor you're like where do we go short of getting pitchforks right and just running at them and just i don't know there is nowhere to go there is no because you have met police officers such as John, you know, who try and expose it and they throw him under the you, you're screwed. It yeah, has this to, is what I, I mean. I think this is what scares me more so than anything. And they, you know, little researchers like us, we try and expose it and they attack. I mean, I can remember back in 2012, something like that. My daughter came into my room at one o'clock in the morning. There was a black car parked outside our house with a full beam on for four hours it woke Elise up I sat at the end of her bed with a rolling pin it's not all right Lewis it's, it's wrong like I said we need God we need to put our armor of God on and we, we need protection do. while we blast through this because there's no way like the other day for example you know I know what it's like to be trolled I know what it's like to be censored and banned I have been for 13 years however 
the other day, and this is only because since I started writing about Jimmy Savile and those those links that got those those um posts I wrote, it was only two posts, but they actually did get a lot of um interaction on them and people would put in their documentaries on and there was lots of information on there, which was the point because I wanted people to be able to have a look for themselves. But then all of a sudden, and it was just like boom, I was being tagged from a post back in April where they were tagging me and, and really having a go at me and, and, and whatever, right? It was just coming out of nowhere. And I know these accounts are not real because they were laughing at a video that I posted on a on a thread, which I know the average person, even the person who doesn't know anything about anything that's going on, would find really disturbing. And yet they all laughed at it. I had a block about 60 people. Yeah. Within a few hours, I was just like, bang, 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 this bang. Subject, I tell you, because I had no idea. I'd only just woken up, Kat. And... I so it would have been a shock Greg for you then, wouldn't it? It's like you not... know what to expect now, but at the time you wouldn't have. <laughs> no, a clue. They were t- they, these people took pictures, took my pictures of the children, and they were only little. They were taking pictures of the children. They took a picture of my partner at the time. They and I had no idea what was going on. Like, how can anybody? All I did it started with interviewing Robert Green and then going down the Jimmy Savile, and it got absolutely mental. I can imagine. Well, we know now, don't we? You know. Oh, the, now you know you're know. over the target. The second that dude, you know. Yeah, I'm over target. They don't over want you talking about it and we'll be over target even more so because but, precisely I mean, because of what we're talking about. But then if we don't talk about it, we have to. This shit carries on. Exactly. That's that's been my whole point. With people keep slamming Stanford. I know you're on the fence with it, but this subject. We're like a lost voice in the wilderness. Seriously, for the last 10 years, talking about the children, the trafficking, what's going on. You are a lone voice. Yeah. This movie, yeah, you've got everyday people going to see it. I can't. Yeah, for that reason, oh, alone, up, it's a good now. idea. It's the elephant in the room. You can't talk about it because it makes people feel uncomfortable. Well, good. Yeah, it's supposed well, to make you feel uncomfortable. Fucking hell, if you felt comfortable with it, then it'd be something wrong with you. It's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable, so you move and you do something. Do something Bring about your hands over your ears and go, la, 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 I don't want to hear it. You're not going to ignore yourself out, out of this. Like, this is going to continue to happen. It's happening right in front of our noses. It's still being covered up today. You know, everybody's complicit. The media are complicit. The government are complicit. You know, the the judicial system is complicit. They're all complicit. And until we start talking about it and getting it out in the open, it's going to continue. And, and it's still going on today. So people still, think the yeah. Jimmy Savile thing was just a thing going on through the 70s and 80s. Na 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 na. Excuse me. It's still going on today. It's the I, tip of I, the iceberg, Jimmy Savile is. As, as you know, as much as he was evil, he is the tip of the iceberg. It still goes on, and you know, it winds me up as well when people do that. It really does because it makes me realise the lack of empathy when people say, at, "Well, it's not happening now." Right. So those children who were abused then, back in the day, they don't matter either. They don't deserve justice or anything. Those, you know, even if it wasn't going on today, people should still be up in arms about what has happened in the seventies and eighties and before then. My question is to why are people still working for the BBC? Yeah, no. Knowing what you know, knowing what's come out, why would any human being work for the BBC? Oh and I tell you what really it got to me when I was, I think it was when Jimmy Savile was in, it was in one of the, the hospitals. It might have even been that Stoke Mandeville you were on about earlier. And there was, um, I was watching this thing the other day and there was um, a girl on there. Well, she's old now, but she was in the hospital and she was led on one of the beds and she was in a room with other yeah 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 and she saw him abusing somebody sexually abusing them but she was too scared to say anything then she saw jimmy savile jump on top literally lying on top of another and but she heard the nurse shout jimmy you're not supposed to be in here so all the nurses would have known they would have known what he was doing and they still didn't say anything this is mental. This is absolutely mental. So, in other words, Jimmy, come on, get out of there now. You shouldn't be doing that. But he just molested a child. Yeah. And he was about to molest another one. And they just went, you need to be out of here. But he had the keys. He had the keys yeah, he had for the it keys. all anyway. And he also, who, what government was he advising? It might have been Israeli government or Saudi. I need to go into that just to go back over my notes. But he was also there giving advice at major diplomatic meetings yes he was yeah and it makes you think how the fucking hell does a dj from leeds end up because it's all about the children 
every single person in power has to get the reason he gets there it's all about the children the whole thing wars whatever rumors of wars whatever yeah. it yeah. all links back to the children well, what's the on these people the Blair and Dumbling thing as yeah. well. What's on these people's there. minds when starting war and that never leaves is the abuse of children. Because all of these people do the same thing, right? Yeah. They all know. They get together at all these events. The main thing that they're waiting for, they put on their front, they give the talk, but it's all about the children. It really it's is nothing, everything. The children are everything. And they're the biggest commodity. As they are the biggest commodity. More than guns, more than drugs. Yeah, absolutely. And it, they pull in the most money. I was sick as it, we even have to have this conversation, but that is exactly where we're going. That's exactly where it's been. And, and I know it's uncomfortable. It's horrific. It's horrible. It is absolutely the worst thing ever in the world. But we can't ignore it. We can't ignore it. And then what about the kids? What happens to the children who've witnessed that? What when they do break their conditioning? The ones okay, let's talk about the ones that haven't had mind control that they've just gone on and they've been. I mean, we know the youngsters end up going on to be abusers themselves. There was one guy that Bill was speaking to, and I think it might have been that Nick actually, or was it a guy called Jason? One or the other. They were there when a certain politician, Harvey Proctor, um was there with Virginia Bottomley's husband, Peter Bottomley, allegedly. Yeah. This kid was there doing the videoing and witnessed a murder. This is the thing, they make them do it. This is why it's a vicious cycle and it doesn't end until we end it. It really doesn't end because, like you say, the abuser often, it's not always the case, obviously, but they often turn into the abusers because they're forced to as well. They're yeah. forced to do these things. And well, then this kid on... apparently, that I think it was Nick, that he was abused. He was abused from a very young age and came again out of the children's home. Now, these children, NSPCC, Bernardo's, whatever. Do Child not give your money None to these them. people. None of them are protecting kids. Childline was there give to... your money to these people. No. Because it's going directly into child trafficking. Childline was set up purely to exactly. find the most vulnerable of children for so that they could take them and abuse them. And then also the ones that were were crossing as well. Yeah, yeah. It's so horrific. that's why boats going over to Jersey. Jersey. Jersey's a hot spot as oh, well. Oh boy. Well, they both are, but you know, Jersey's where the Hope de la Grande was That's where Travel went to visit yeah. numerous times. And then we look at we look at I've got pictures and photographs of Ghislaine Maxwell uh and Floella Benjamin. Now hang on, Floella Benjamin is now a lord. Floella Benjamin now sits in the House of Lords. Now let's think of all the people who sit in that House of Lords. Well, you had Lord Lord Janna, didn't you? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Bram- yeah, I've got and more then... here. I'm just looking at yeah, Janna. So many Bramall. Yeah. Uh, so many. This is what I mean when and I say, where do, we, where do we go from here? Because like when you got that, when you've got these people who have abused kids themselves in these positions of power, in these high-ranking positions, how the hell, how the hell do we stand a chance of when they continually? covering it up continually every time the police you've got this is it you know you've got police officers who go out investigate things i remember hearing a story from brian garish where he said he went in and he was speaking to a police officer i think it was a maybe it was a house of commons in one of the meeting rooms i don't know but this police officer said they brought this case and this file on a certain politician got put in a drawer and it's never been seen again this is the thing. This is what happens. Anyone because they're all involved. Them. They get pointed out. They get chosen. They get invited to go to parties. The drink comes out. You know the drug. And then they get the sex- women, and yeah. then the kids. And then the sexual blackmail comes in exactly. then as well. You've got the decent ones who who are in the the force who try to, but then they end up getting booted out or murdered. Totally booted or, out. You know, it, it's like they can't. So then it's a deterrent for any other. If there are decent ones in there to not say a word but this is god they... and then you've got people the average person who really believes that the police are protecting them 
come on, like, you know, if they can cover these sorts of things. I mean, up, I don't think you're low level bobbies, you know, on the street. You know, they probably got good intentions. They probably gone through common purpose training. They're doing. Oh, yeah. Well. They, they don't have. care. I'm talking about your high level Met police. Mm. You know, it's these high level people. And we you don't stand a chance. They, they will. They, but we, we, we can't be scared of this. We can't be scared. No. We keep doing it. No, we and we've got to keep be. getting the information out, making it public and making it known. And making it known because in a way that does give you a little bit of protection. Definitely, love. And, you know, I think, you know, us two in particular, we, we are completely and utterly on the same page as far as this goes. We have, the, you know, we have many conversations. We have the same you know, tunnel vision view on it. And it is that we have to keep going no matter what, because look to me, and I know to you as well, this, this world is a cesspit of filth, right? There are good people within it. There are good, it could be a place of just peace and love and it could be, but it, right now it's not. And the more people that ignore it, the worse that it's becoming. And if we don't do something like, we got kids, we're gonna have grandkids, whatever. The worse it is, if we don't do something now, what kind of world are we living in? I don't wanna live in a world where paedophiles, disgusting child molesters are running this. And you know, they're on top of the, what they're trying to do now within the school well, system. Exactly, we, I mean, you know, everyone was up in, it was like, you know, that's bad enough. But now that they're actually wanting to, to make, you know, they've gone so far, they really the, are. They, they don't even care anymore. Kids. They don't care anymore. They no, don't. They care. don't. They because th it's because the population the population is is desensitized enough now for them to kind of come up out and open and say, "Well, look, this is what we're doing. What are you going to do about it?" Do you see what I mean? They've already desensitized the masses to a degree that there's only a small percentage of us really who are willing to stand up and and just really shout about it and try and stop them. The rest of people don't care. They're too distracted with utter And crap. it doesn't help with the mainstream media. It no, they're complicit. The they, they are the worst because the mainstream media are controlling yeah. the mind. We know if they put this sort of stuff that we're saying on the mainstream media, actually you would pull a load of people around because they'd be like, because they'll watch it. So they'll be like, what's going on? But they on? know what's going on and they won't. They've got their editors. They've got their legal teams in the background. You know, we were mm. trying to get, we were calling everyone with regards to Holly Gregg and what was going on, the little Down syndrome kid. We made a video called What If? That went viral. And what's mad is somebody bloody mirrored it and they had millions and millions of views, but at least the information got out. Yeah. But they, we got phone calls back from the journalists who really wanted to cover it and their editors and the legal teams are like, no, no. They're so, you know, they're, they're scared of lawsuits. Yeah, um, this is, well, this is what was happening with Jimmy Savile. the editors are involved. He knew, Jimmy Savile was so brazen, he knew how untouchable he was, and he'd quite happily see it. Do you know what I mean? Like, this was the thing, he had the media on the police in his back pocket. Every time the police, I think the Sun had a, a they had a lawsuit by Jimmy Savile, I think it was the Sun, for 50-odd thousand yeah, pounds. Yeah, that's what I was telling you about, when we, when Bill lost the plot up at Edge Media. Yeah, this, this was all... about 2009, so it would have been... Yeah, so it was the fall, I think it was two years after that yeah two years after all that happened and we were up at edge media there was me and bill lily who used to work with him and my my ex and bill lost the plot he went absolutely mad because alex gans was dressed up as jimmy savile thinking it was funny and it wasn't in the mainstream media bill was losing the plot um saying about like how can he stand by and stand and get interviewed by somebody dressed up as a nonce yeah, you know, no, I agree with him. He, he knew, didn't he, at the end of the he day? Did. He did. He was a bit impaired. Yeah. And so the, the the argument from Edge Media is that the Sun newspaper had just been sued for 50 or 100 grand and they they couldn't afford to do that. But then Edge Media really screwed up and that's why I walked away. They were trying to save it. Money was raised, donations and everything else. And then we were up there for that same do. And as we're leaving, there's all these girls walking in dressed up in fishnets and bunny ears. And I'm like, what? Well, like and the Playboy. They, they used the load, they gave the studios to make money, loaded TV, you know, loaded magazine, which is like a lad magazine with cars. And yeah. Loaded TV would go on after Edge Media at midnight. And after that, I said, I'm not working for you. I'm not bringing in advertising. You are going against everything. Well, Every yeah, but that's completely counteractive to what you're you trying to do. You know what I mean? 
that, and then, well, hence, there is no more edge media. They couldn't, they couldn't sustain it. And they were struggling, but they thought that was a way out to give loads of magazine just to be able to keep the hours up. But it, no, straight no, out, I don't know what happened. Yeah, no, what it's, happened it's, after it's that the opposite you... of what you want to be doing at the end of the day. You don't do that. Similar to what you said about one of the um, events going on in America, the Christian events when they had some porn star some, an egg trick. some woman some woman who, and you look at the woman's instagram she's bending over with a thong on and a and a tennis skirt holding a well gold. that's not that's not godly or christian like at all is it this is it this is the thing yeah, we're not this isn't even down to religion it's what is right and what is wrong morally right morally and right and morally wrong and have some bloody respect for yourselves women no but this is the problem we live in that that the sexual this is why i keep going on or you know i do anyway on and on and on and on about the sexual liberation movement and, and how much damage is done and when you look around and look at young kids you can see the damage is doing right now and it's people that I... I just think how do we go back I'm, I'm not naive enough to think i know the sex industry is just for the reasons we've just said especially sexual blackmail is the most powerful of all more powerful than medical and industrial complex so I'm not naive enough to think that you know we're going to be able to stop pornography for example but I also know that unless it stops we're not going anywhere we're not Do you know what I mean you know what? I know you're doing stuff on the new age movement and you say I don't think I was called so new agey but I was dabbling as the universe love and light I used to go to a bit of kundalini yoga um like don't get me wrong yoga is very good for your stretching and everything else I'm not bashing it at all um, I used to go off to meditation, various things. And what I noticed with some people within this hippie kind of thing, it's free love. Yes, exactly. And, get, and that Crowley. is this Crowley's work. Honestly, it's free really love. Like free I, love. I can have, I'd give myself, you know, people, I know a particular person, I'm not going to name them. Um, he was in a, a long relationship. He'd only just been with her, but she was effing around left, right, centre. And, he said, well, it doesn't matter. She always comes home to me if she knows she's she's really very sexual, etc. So, you know, we've kind of got this up. How does that work? How can that, like, I'm sorry, that does not work. Doesn't work. It's the it's sexual disgusting. demons. And most people are, yeah, you are right. This was the whole thing with the swing in 60s. Exactly. That wasn't a rebellious movement. I used to think it was a rebellious movement, right, when I first woke up. I was like, yeah, yeah, it was all, but it wasn't. They wasn't. played right into the hand of, of the and agenda. The same with the whole women getting the boat and women going back to work. Yeah, all of it. All, all of it was part of a much bigger agenda. Well, it was to break down the family unit. It's easier to control. Easier and to, to get control. more money and the more people working, the more they get taxes. Yeah, exactly. And then, exactly. Then, it wasn't um, anything to do. And your children to, uh, are being educated by you. You're sending your child off to be brought up by people that you don't need to, even need to know. Exactly, exactly. But it's all part of it. Even this, right, I knew it what it was going to be like. So I, the new Barbie film, right, obviously when you've got Rishi Sunak and all pushing it, you know, any Hollywood film is, is going to be pushing a bad message, right? That is just the way it is. They do disclosure and they tell you. But this, I watched um like it was a, like a review of, of this Barbie movie. And basically what it is, is it's completely bashing the straight male, Right. So what is done, they've even got groups of little little girls at the beginning, right, with Ken dolls, Barbie dolls, and they're bashing them and pulling their heads off and saying, we don't need to be mothers. And all this is a really high feminine. Well, it's very it's full of sexual innuendo. You've got people taking their little kids, they're nuts. I've said oh, I know a few people have walked out the cinema with their children. They couldn't believe it. Yeah. And well, I, what do you expect? Do you know what I mean? This is the poly I know someone who worked on the film because they work at, um, obviously I'm from Watford. I've got a lot of friends still working, <laughs> living in Watford. And one of them works up at Leavesden Studios where it's filmed on the sets, like yeah. a runner. And um, they actually said it was probably the best movie they ever worked on. It was such, it was a funny to work on, you know. Um, and I said to them, have you actually seen the finished cut? And they hadn't. No, exactly, exactly. It was more and of a it, um... joke, but this image is going out to, it's, it's Barbie, you, little girls think Barbie. Exactly. You know I mean? Now little girls don't want don't want to be married and they don't want to have, see look, it's that it's a real push for a fit, but they make Ken stupid all the way through it. 
So it's giving that idea that men are stupid, straight men are stupid. You've got a trans doctor or something in it as well. I was about to say, when are they going to bring a trans Barbie in? Yeah, it's all very, it's, well, we know it's heavily indoctrination for, it's heavy indoctrination for kids, like, and, and they, they split in that family unit. They're trying to make it cool as to not want a boyfriend and to not want to settle down and, and be married to one person and have children. And do you know what I mean? It's, it's going against, it's completely going against everything that we want for our kids. Do you know what I mean? They know what they're doing. It's, it's part of the agenda. They do it through Hollywood movies. We're aware of that anyway. And I knew that it would be the case. I said to Grace, you're not watching that crap, mind. She, she said, oh, I don't want to see it. I said, good. I said, because I, and you know, Grace is 13. But I said, I don't want you watching. She's she's aware of what Hollywood does anyway. Do you know what I mean? She um She's very aware of it. So she doesn't want to watch it anyway. But like I say, you've got people taking their little seven, eight-year-olds there. You know, it's parental guidance 13. And we all know that since as time has gone on, especially since I was a kid, you know, when you had a 15 or whatever, you, you may have one swear word in it back then in the in the 90s or whatever. And now you you got full on at tw you know, the, the 12, the the ones that certified 12 have got like sex and whatever in them. It's getting less. That's the again, it comes with our desensitization. You've got the same in video games. The video games in, in I think it's Grand Theft Auto, I don't know, where oh. you go around and shoot prostitutes and stuff. Look, guys, this is not for your entertainment, right? This is not for entertainment purposes. This is called desensitization so that they can roll out this sexual content for children yeah. and they will be desensitized to it too. Meaning that full grown adults can have sexual relations i say in air quotes with young children and get away with it it's always been about the acceptance of paedophilia incest and bestiality and that is where we are now so i do want to say one just been go on right in regards to the games a lot is being put on the videos now i i would the majority 90 98 of people over 18 are watching are playing games video games it's not affecting them they're playing Grand Theft Auto and it's just a video game. OK, it isn't affecting. The problem is, is that children now have access. When you go to a video show back when it in the day for online. Yeah. There is no way a child would be able to walk into a shop and hire Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, exactly. But parents, are not, parents just letting kids watch it. And and it's parents it. that think. Well, they're in a society where they're letting the BBC, they're shoving their children in front of the telly. From the minute they get up, they're putting on whatever channel, CBBS or something like that. And, and that's what's entertaining. That's what's bringing up the children nowadays. Yeah. And yeah. you can't blame, you know, yes, you should blame the parents, but it's unfortunately... What it is, is they don't realise. They don't. They're ignorant to what they're doing. That's what it is. It's not that they're intentionally doing it. They don't realise the effect that they're having on their kids. That's and what how it is. bad is it still having CBBC and CBBS on? How bad? Why, like, hang on. You had Philip Schofield, who was a CBBC presenter, has just been, do you know what I mean, just been exposed. You had obviously Jimmy Savile. You've got all these lists of people from the BBC who've been involved in children, and they've still got their children's channels up. I know, I know. And the same people complain about it. And I'm like, well, why are you letting them? I'm just going to have a there? look at the CBBC schedule and just have a look. Let's just go. I'm just going to have a quick look on air now. Well, you had Philip Schofield back in the day, didn't I'm you? I'm just going to see what the, what the CBBC uh, schedule, CBBC shows. So let's have a look at the current shows that are on children's telly. Well, some of them I've I've shared like like obviously I don't watch them, but I've seen people sharing like little clips of them, and they're talking about being non-binary, like little kids ones now, mind. So you know, for like three, four year olds or whatever, non-binary and all this sort of nonsense to confuse them and whatever, and trans and this, that, and the other is starting from a really, really young age. People just don't realise it. You know, KCBBC Children's TV. I am Leo. I am that? Leo is a documentary about a transgender child called Leo, shown by the BBC's children channel CBBC. Uh, CBBC mm. First Day TV series. Hannah Bradford, a twelve-year-old transgender girl, is nervous about starting a new school. Twelve-year-old transgender, right? Wow. Right. So there's that show. I don't know if it's still going on. That was back in twenty twenty. 
you know, you obviously had Tracy Beaker, how bad is, um, how bad parents are. It's great in a children's home. Where yeah. was the hotel, where was the guest house that all the children being raped in London, where Leon Britton, uh, Cyril Smith, Cliff Richard, etc. Elm, Elm guest house. What was the name of the children's home? Elm house. Exactly. They're telling you, look, they're telling you what they're doing. And there was a period of time where kids were just walking, you know, for silly things, just because their parents wouldn't allow them to do something. So they decided to run away and go into care and whatever, because it was shown to them that it was so fun and oh, it's awful. Oh, God, I've just found something from 2016, right? CBC yeah. is just a girl. So back in 2016, there was a show on CBBC called Just a Girl. And it featured the transgender storyline. No way. I don't rec I don't re don't um remember just that. It was called. Yeah, see, they've been dropping it in for a while. It's just that because you know, we haven't really noticed where other things have been coming up, but now it's quite evident what they were doing again. That's more exact more um example of the drip feeding of it, look. Because now, you know, they've they've subcon they put it in the subconscious a, a long time ago, you know, and they to, to normalize it is very it's psychological warfare massively and it really does work the time it's all about the children it's all about the children it really is it really is and they know they know the only way to influence society in any way whichever way you're going to do it is through the kids yeah that's the only that's way the thing you can is do they it. also know that the public the majority of well, the public the people us you can understand them having affairs, you know, okay, being gay, these politicians, doing drugs. One thing the public won't stand, I believe, I hope, is the children. I hope too. So it's a slow, it's a, um, it's a long process. They're all in the club. They've all got to keep the secret. They know yeah. that there's videos of them. Yeah. Absolutely. And this targeted. Is a lot of them get targeted at a young age. A lot of them are going through the school, uh, the, 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 the posh schools. They're going to be politicians. They're going to, you know, it's that some of them have been in um, sort of like not, what are they called, you know, their um, like secret sides, like skull and bones. They'll have their little clubs at these big schools. They do certain initiations. They have to do certain things. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then they get taken to parties, the girls come out, and then the next thing is the children. And that Stanley Kubrick's Eyes Wide Shut, I think, gave a very big depiction of it. And rumour is that those those missing, I don't know, is a missing half an hour that was taken off was to do with the kids. There was children. Do you know what? I've, still, I've never seen that film. You should watch that. You should watch it. Children, years and, years. and there is so much, because you know about the trigger colors on the tellies when you yeah. see blue red blue they're triggering colors the whole way through it you've got that red blue red blue you know it's so mind control that film but you you should watch it but i do probably need to see it it's, it's just like in the 90s is it late 90s or something is well, it uh, 2000 i think oh right okay early 2000s then it is a very very you ever, yeah you should definitely watch eyes wide shut I will give it a watch. I know it's going to be singing, but I. But there's know, no like. There's there's one uncomfortable scene in the shot, and you've got all the major trigger words like over the rainbow, and just it's yeah, it's you should watch it. It's so deep psychologically. That is a very well. good. Apparently, that is exactly what these parties are like. They're like big orgies and what have you, but it's when the children, it's when the children come out. That's this is the problem, isn't it? And this is what I keep saying. And these politicians, them. then they've got them. This is, got what doing. this is what he was doing. He had them all. So, so twisted and messed up. Who yeah. would have thought it, eh? When and I then you've got, you know, Ghislaine Maxwell going on to, was it It's a Knockout? When we were kids, do you remember that? It was like Yeah, a, I remember that. Was that Keith yeah, So there was win? a It's a Knockout thing, and it was Floella Benjamin was presenting as she's standing obviously because she was what she was play school wasn't she Fluella Benjamin go through the round window oh I can't remember I don't know you I just you don't remember Fluella Benjamin she was a black lady she always had like long braids like all plaits oh I so think you I do. Presenter. do you remember play school Humpty and Jemima 
very vaguely. Right. So play school was on every day. I I remember it, but now I was only very young when so I stopped. Old. So Let's yeah, so play school. What window are you going through? You go to the round window, the square window. Anyway, Fluella Benjamin was the main person on children's BBC back then. Uh, this is early eighties, and yeah, I was only I was born in '83, so it, I like I can only vaguely yeah. remember it. But it's you know a knockout. I mean. You've got a picture of Ghislaine Maxwell and Fluella Benjamin with all the character like um, life size characters of like. Daffy Duck and things walking around. I've got the pictures. Just laying back Fluella Benjamin. Yeah, I do. I just typed her name in. Look, just and now she's I a dame. She's now, she's now a dame in the House of Lords. Yeah. See, anyone, and I'm not, you know, I'm just saying this is my my opinion. I can prove it. So, you know. Anyone who sits on the house in the House of Lords. And anyone who's a suit and anyone who becomes anyone a who's dame. been knighted, yeah. It seems that way, and not everybody it has come out as 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 it being exposed, but it just it seems that way, doesn't it? You know, it's like part of the, I don't know, but it seems to be there's a lot of sirs, <laughs> a lot of lords. You know, it seems to be that way, doesn't it? You know, yeah, and well, not... we had that lady Evane. I can't pronounce her name properly. Who was the chief of NSPCC in Suffolk? Twenty six times on Epstein Island, like. I know, I know, and it's like you know. And we these, need these to start seeing accountability. Accountability these are available for people to see. These, this is not our opinion. These are documented. You can go and have a look yeah. at the list. You know, this. You can, have a look at it. you can go and find out that uh, Charles Anthony Charles Linton Blair. That's his name. Yes, he was picked up. He's got. A, he was on the sex offenders register. Jack Straw's brother. Huge paedophile. Jack Straw was um Tony Blair's um foreign aid of yeah, I know what you mean. He was the foreign affairs. That's it, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's it's they're all it's all linked like that. This is what's the link. You had um a guy called Patrick Rock who worked in number 10. 10,000 images, decent images of children. I was the only person. The only person back then reporting on it. No one else. I know, but this I is where the media is complicit. This is exactly why the media are complicit because they Hopefully. they know, but they refuse to run with the stories because they need to cover it up. But they're very well aware. They are aware. Like you say, they might be some people in lower levels who are like really want to run with the story, but as soon as it gets to the editor, it's Washed. And then look at who was it? Was it Rebecca Brooks or Rebecca Harding? I can't remember her bloody name. She was the editor of the News of the World, Gingerhead Woman. Oh, Rebecca Brooks, I think. Rebecca it is. Brooks, that's it. Yeah. She was yeah. best with Tony, um, bloody uh, David Cameron. I know. Very and she good. was married to Grant Mitchell. Yeah, Ross Kemp. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know a story about that, but I'm not allowed to say it on air. You have to tell me when we get off here. Yeah, because I don't know. But yes, she was because it was all the um the work the tap the wiretapping, wasn't it? Yeah. As well, yeah. She had a lot to do with, if yeah. I remember right. And then she was best mates with Cameron. Like it's like you couldn't make it up. You could. So these editors published. Oh, uh, it's a shame. There are there are some good media journalists out there. I mean, I tell you where was a great place of source to go. Who who they got they got taken down. Exaro News. Never heard of them. They were they did so much. I might go on back on the way back machine to try and find some of their old articles because they were really good. There was one guy who worked there who was a bit sus, but the the other guys were great. Anyway, so everyone basically go and have a look. Go and start looking for yourself uh, into Jimmy Savile, who he was linked to. He was not alone. He wasn't doing it on his own. He may have been doing some of his sordid stuff, dirty stuff, going into the hotel, going down to the hospital at night, maybe, maybe. But he was working for he was working for governments and the royals and the royal family, sneaking children into Prince Philip, and he openly says it. This is why I've got an issue with Charlie Ward. I've got a massive issue with Charlie Ward. This is why I've gone, I don't he care what anyone research. says, right? You he does do no not... research. No research. Nothing. Yeah. I got Maybe an issue nothing. with him. 
purely because of his links with Savile. I'm sorry. Right, but... No, he puts out clickbait, sensationalised stories. He went on it. I was on the phone to Q. Yeah, I think Shut that up. was Darren's point when he was like, yeah, I don't think he's there. And he does no research. They put up a picture of Ghislaine Maxwell on the bed with Jean-Luc Brunel, who was linked to Victoria's Secret. Yeah, he's the French model guy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, they put up that it was like, so Justice John Roberts, who's really dodgy on the Supreme Court, is right up there. Yeah, dodgy yeah. as hell, linked to child trafficking, etc. But Charlie Ward goes and posts a picture of Ghislaine Maxwell sitting on the bed with Jean-Luc Brunel. Charlie Ward said, oh, look, there's proof. Justice John Roberts on the bed. So many people, I wrote a massive part, people who knew Charlie Ward messaged him to say that's not, that's not it. It's Jean-Luc Brunel, who everybody knows is a renowned pedophile and a friend of Epstein. Yeah. He left it up there and people kept sharing it and sharing it. Yeah. Didn't take it off. Isn't it? But it was when he, when he was on about, because obviously he was runner to taking girls and whatever, you know, even though he said, oh, you know, they wanted to go up there, it shows me how trivial he believes all this to be. Do you know what I mean? It, like, his attitude towards it was, oh, well, they wanted to go, so I took them. Do you know what I mean? I, I, As soon as I saw that, I was like, no, thank you. Not that I used to follow him anyway, and I just got sent that video, and I was like, oh, no. No, 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 no. And since then, I haven't gone anywhere near, no way, because I'm just like, you can't be that, and you can't be Jimmy Savile's driver of, you know, taking girls you there and everywhere and not know anything i am as far as i'm concerned i don't believe i no way i wouldn't want to go anywhere near it's just anyone who wants to find out about charlie ward go to mc griff truth on youtube and they, they're good at that he's absolutely yeah. brilliant and he's going to come on the show at some point oh good really good great to have him so, on Kat, let's do another show maybe tomorrow thursday that'd be good to have a catch up we'll go into what you've been up to and what you've been looking into new age and stuff mm. so let's go yeah. down that route we'll do a crowley we'll do one on crowley as yeah, a disgusting idea. let's do yeah let's do one on crowley yeah we need to we need to because actually he's he's quite influential with all of well with the new age movement but with a lot of people who people look up to you know a lot of those music stars absolutely loved Alistair Crowley and it really freaks me out that his favourite place in the whole world was a place five miles up the road from me in Newport called Tradiga House mm. and I know he had his own place yeah and it, the Evan, the Morgans I think or no the Evans were the people who owned the manor house I've been in there on a on a tour and I wanted to see it was last summer if they would say anything about Crowley and they even they mentioned his magic they didn't mention it was dark magic and they didn't mention his sex magic and I just wanted to see what they would say so I was in the same room as the as him he would have been in doing his all his rituals and shit it was really oh ominous but we'll we'll talk about that and we'll talk about why the new age is connected the occult is connected yeah, let's... To the age and, and um yeah, we'll have a we'll have a discussion on Alistair Crowley, the most wickedest man on earth, as he was labelled. And obviously, you know, you got Anton Levey, then the Church of Satan, and everything that was following Crowley, and and yeah. it, you know his 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 doctrines and his theories and his. Ugh, Let's disgusting. go down that road tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, we will. LibertyTactics.co.uk, ExposingTheLie.info, PublicChildProtectionWales.org, and ClydeCarl.com. Get behind all of those people. Exposing the Liar's Cat with all of her blogs there. Obviously, Public Child Protection Wales. And for all of your health needs, clivedecarl.com. We'll be back tomorrow talking Alistair Crowley. See you later. Yeah. See you later, guys. You are not hidden There's never been a moment You were forgotten You are not hopeless Though you have been broken Your innocence stolen I hear you whisper underneath Send
Fine. 